Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. The internet is flooded with various photos and videos of UFOs, and because of that, it's tough to know which ones are real and which ones are fake. However, there are a few that have been analyzed and examined meticulously by experts, plus they have very intriguing stories behind how they were captured, and so by all accounts, they are authentic. Here are five unexplained alien photos and videos that are real. Number 5. The Turkey Kumbergaz UFO Footage In June 2007 in Kumbergaz, a town that's an hour and a half drive away from Istanbul, Turkey, Yeltsin Yalman was working the night shift as a guard at the Yeni Kent Tourist Facility. By all accounts, it was just another evening working his grind, that is, until he spotted a strange object hovering over the Sea of Marmara. As part of the job, he had access to a video camera, and so he grabbed that and started rolling. And didn't stop for the next two years, because between 2007 and 2009, these strange crafts showed up on several other occasions. Fascinated and intrigued by what he saw, Yalman would go on to record several hours' worth of videos, as well as multiple pictures of what he described to be an otherworldly craft. And if you thought he may have been creating a hoax or a hobby in order to pass the time at his job, that just isn't the case as various other Turkish citizens in the area also captured these strange objects up in the night sky. While many of these can also be found online, it was Yalman's videos and photos that garnered the most attention, and that's because of their ominous details. One of his videos that has been looked over millions of times by not just the public, but experts as well, Yelman filmed something more than just a strange light in the air. He captured what clearly looked to be a disc-shaped aircraft. This thing wasn't zooming by at high rates of speed, but rather just hovering as if it were looking for something and didn't care who saw it. 
What made this footage even more eerie are the details that can be seen once zoomed in. With the use of high-tech imaging equipment, experts went on to gather a frame-by-frame, pixel-by-pixel rendering of one specific area of the aircraft, the cockpit. In it, there appears to be something at the helm, and it didn't exactly look like a human. It appeared to be what we typically describe to be aliens. This figure had a huge, almost elongated head with large, black, piercing eyes. Based for what can be seen from the captured image, this alien doesn't seem to have a nose and the mouth is almost non-existent. Its upper body also appears to be a thin frame. In an attempt to either prove or debunk its authenticity, the country's National Council for the Study of Science and Technology gathered all the materials which they then analyzed themselves. Despite going into this, assuming it was fake and that the footage may have been created using scale models or even CGI, instead, they found the opposite. In an unnerving revelation, after an extensive analysis, the scientists discovered absolutely no evidence to prove that this was anything but the real thing. Figuring they just simply weren't capable of a proper analysis, in other words, there had to be something fake about this, they forwarded the footage to be analyzed by film professors, special effects companies, and video specialists. But, just like them, all these people were just as surprised to discover that the footage is as real as can be. And so to this day, the Yasin Yalman's library of UFO photos and videos continues to be one of the best examples out there of not just a spacecraft, but of an alien caught on tape. Number 4. Gulf Breeze Sightings It's unclear whether it's been intentional disinformation or that it's just hard for humans to grasp the idea that we are, in fact, not alone in the universe. But the general consensus is that if you've seen or even captured a UFO on camera, then you're a bit of a weird person and most people won't believe you. No matter which side of the fence you fall on, though, if you look at it objectively... A series of photographs taken in Gulf Breeze, Florida between 1987 and 1988 should make you a believer. On November 11th of 1987, Ed Walters, building contractor based in Gulf Breeze, saw an object which he described as being something right out of a Spielberg movie. This thing was hovering about 200 feet above the ground and it looked like a saucer with windows on its side. Despite being terrified, Walters managed to grab his Polaroid camera to snap a couple photos. But this is where the story gets really freaky. Walters claims that shortly after this, he watched the craft descend even lower, where it made a landing on Soundside Drive nearby. From there, five aliens reportedly disembarked on the road with one of the creatures even coming up to his house to stare through the windows. It was at this point that the extraterrestrial made contact with him, communicating with him telepathically using English and Spanish. He wasn't sure why exactly, but during their conversation, they presented to him a book showing pictures of dogs. Suddenly then, a blue beam of light hit his body, causing him to be lifted three feet off the ground. He was immobilized temporarily, but then he was dropped back down. 
At a further interview, Walters would go on to say that a similar incident happened again on December 2nd and then on February 7th the next year. This time around, it was his wife who was hit by the blue beam coming from the craft. May 1st of 1988, the Florida man once again saw the presence of aliens while he was at Shoreline Park. Realizing his claims were strange to say the least, he wanted to share his experiences with others to at least help prove his case. He gave his photos to the Gulf Breeze Sentinel newspaper. As the stories gained traction, he subjected himself to a polygraph test, which he passed, indicating that at the very least, he believed what he had seen was real. Meanwhile, researchers probed on the authenticity of his photos. The results ended up having conflicted opinions on whether they were real or not. To try and shed some clarity, institutions like the Mutual UFO Network and the Center for UFO Studies stepped in to make their own inquiries. But again, their opinions were somewhat divided. Fueling further the controversy were reports from other witnesses who swore seeing the same blue-lit UFO hovering above Gulf Breeze. Now, if you're thinking this sounds too insane to be true, well, you might be correct. You might be. Because in 1990, after the family moved out of their home, the new owners discovered a styrofoam model of a UFO hidden in the attic. It looked eerily similar to those captured on camera, but Walters claimed that the model had been planted to discredit his claims. So while no one as of now can say for certain whether the Gulf Breeze UFO incident is real or not, it did spawn countless investigations and research making it one of the most controversial UFO incidents in modern U.S. history. Number three, the McMinnville UFO photographs. They were just two simple black and white photos taken with a humble Kodak camera by a lowly farmer down in Yamhill County around seven decades ago. Over the controversy that these couple of images have caused, remains relevant to this day. The photographs in question were taken by farming couple Paul and Evelyn Trent on May 11th of 1950. Evelyn was walking back towards their house after feeding the rabbits on the farm located between McMinnville and Sheridan in Oregon. Her attention was grabbed when she said a large metallic disc soared by before going up high into the sky. She paused for a moment to regain her composure, unsure if she was just hallucinating. While she stood there, much to her surprise and eventual fear, the craft then came back down and this time was moving in her direction. She ran towards the house, yelling and out of breath as she told her husband what she saw. Paul could tell she wasn't playing around and he grabbed his Kodak camera and went out the front door where he too saw the object. They managed to snap two photos of the wingless craft before it quickly flew away, and this time it didn't return. The Trents weren't exactly sure what they had seen or if they had even captured it. Over the next couple of days, they finished up the roll of film before bringing it in to be developed. By the time they were ready for pickup, Paul grabbed them and showed them to a friend and both were in awe at the clarity of what they had managed to get right there in black and white. 
They had to show others, so they submitted the images to a local paper, the telephone register in June of 1950. From there, it didn't take long for the story to catch fire. Before they even knew it was happening, national media outlets all over the country were asking to hear their story and looking to publish the UFO photos. Life magazine, which was huge at the time, also featured the pictures, further causing a nationwide sensation. In response, a U.S. Air Force investigator visited the Trent Farm to assess the situation. Now, around that time, UFO sightings were relatively common. You have to remember the 1947 Roswell incident, which essentially started our cultural craze about aliens, was just three years before. Many of the sightings up to this point were quickly debunked as hoaxes or misidentifications. However, the McMinnville UFO sighting stood out. In 1967, a UFO study conducted by nuclear physicist Edward U. Condon admitted the difficulty in explaining Trent's photos. In fact, the same study later recognized the authenticity of the images and the credibility of the witnesses. In their conclusion, Condon stated that all aspects of the sighting seemed accurate, suggesting that there could really be an extraordinary metallic disc-shaped object seen in the sky that day. And the Trent story never wavered. And over time, the small rolled town of McMinnville embraced the fame that the incident had inadvertently caused. In fact, to this day, the town hosts an annual celebration to commemorate this one-of-a-kind UFO event. So, what do you think? Are they real, or did a couple of farmers mastermind the whole thing? Number two. Phoenix Lights Incident Many of you may know about the Phoenix Lights Incident, but it has to be brought up in this discussion because this one is really hard to debunk. If you haven't heard of it, well, you're in for a mind-blowing case. When one person says they saw a UFO, you can question it. If a small group of people sees one, then maybe there's some validity But when an entire metropolitan area like Phoenix witnesses something that's still unexplained to this day, well then, they saw something. This story all started with one witness. March 13th of 1997, when a man from Henderson, Nevada reported seeing a large V-shaped object in the sky traveling towards the southeast. On that same night, an unidentified former police officer in Paulden, Arizona, also reported seeing a cluster of reddish-orange lights cruising through the night sky before disappearing over the southern horizon. Shortly afterwards, several calls began flooding the police around Prescott Valley, and all of them were saying the same thing. There was something very large flying in the sky. A family then unveiled a much clearer detail of what was happening. According to them, they saw the same light shimmering in the sky, They counted five separate and distinct lights forming an arc shape moving in formation. But they were not a bunch of smaller crafts working in unison. They were connected to one huge UFO that was shaped like a V was around the size of three football fields. At this point, it had become clear to them that what they were seeing was nothing short of extraordinary. The object continued to move about 100 to 150 feet above them, 
went straight through the mountain range towards Pestua Peak Mountain, towards the direction of Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. The embedded lights were soon witnessed hours later by residents in Glendale, a suburb in northwest Phoenix. According to them, the light formation passed overhead through the thin clouds, which made it hard to tell what it was, but they certainly saw it. Local astronomer Mitch Stanley in Scottsdale got a good look using his telescope, and he attested to the large, singular, V-shaped craft with five lights. By midnight, there was a large number of people in the Phoenix area who swore to have seen the anomaly. Along with it were plenty of photographs and videos taken by some witnesses, and it was now officially a mass UFO sighting. It was huge news, yet there were no answers from any government higher-ups as to what it was. But being that it was before the age of the internet, and what can only be described as an attempt to cover it up, it actually took three months for this to become national news, which happened in June when USA Today covered it on their front page with the headline, Skies, Phone Lines, Light Up Arizona. According to a journalist, the incident is perhaps the most widely witnessed UFO event in all of history. Amidst the hysteria it caused, authorities eventually released an explanation, saying that the sightings were actually man-made. They said that during that night, the Air National Guard based in Davis, Monthan Air Force Base in Tucson, was conducting a pilot training program aptly named Operation Snowbird. The lights were apparently made by a formation of A-10 Thunderbolt II aircrafts flying over Arizona, and when people saw it, they were actually on their way to returning to davis Monthan. Now, if the government never lied, then okay, we might believe that, but their track record isn't so great. The witnesses said this was no man-made craft or formation, and they know what they saw. Then-Governor Fife Symington saw it himself and said that what he witnessed was without a doubt otherworldly. Reports of similar life formations came forth in the early 2000s. Again, however, the U.S. Air Force clarified that there were military flares dropped by fighter aircrafts doing maneuver trainings in the area. And so, just like that, the big news of the Phoenix Lights came and went. And those like us who have read about it and seen the images and videos can pick our side, but ask anyone who actually saw them, and they'll tell you this was absolutely a UFO in the truest sense. Number one, the Calvine photo. In many cases, images and videos showing UFOs are often unclear and fuzzy to the point that you can't really tell what's there at all. They can be too grainy, too dark, or blurry. And because of this, it's quite difficult to fully authenticate these sightings. Somewhat recently, however, what is considered the world's clearest UFO photo ever taken has been revealed to the world. There were actually a handful of these snaps, a series if you will at first, but a lot of those got lost 30 years ago. The story as to how they were snapped and then went missing, only to be found again, is a good one. Let's get into it. This all started back in August of 1990 when two hikers in Calvine, Scotland, captured an unidentified flying object in broad daylight. 
According to these unnamed witnesses, they heard a low humming sound, looked up, and saw it was emanating from the UFO as it hovered high above them for around 10 minutes. They watched in awe and began snapping away, capturing six photos in total. They show a bizarre diamond-shaped metallic object hovering below the clouds that's estimated to be somewhere between 100 to 130 feet long. What makes it even more intriguing is a fighter jet flying behind it, as if government officials knew what was happening, likely catching it on radar and then sent out a squad to check it out. The hikers later decided to share their takes with Scotland's Daily Record newspaper. They, in turn, forwarded the images to the country's Ministry of Defense. However, for some unknown reasons, the photographs ended up lost in their files, which, of course, makes a lot of sense if you know anything about UFO evidence. They were never published in that newspaper, and so the public basically didn't even know they existed for the next 30 years. Fortunately, though, a British journalist by the name of David Clark got wind of the controversy and embarked on a 13-year quest to find the missing images. While serving as an associate professor at Sheffield Hallam University, Clark managed to track down one of the six images from a former Royal Air Force press officer. In a social media post made in 2022, Dr. Clark announced that he had finally recovered the last remaining original print of the so-called Calvine photo. The copy, according to him, will be secured in Sheffield Hallam University's archives. This photo is now under the scrutiny of both skeptics and enthusiasts. Both were hoping that these materials could finally help shed light on the age-old mystery of whether extraterrestrial or alien life did really exist in the solar system. Since its release, there has been an explanation given by the government higher-ups that this was a top-secret U.S. aircraft that was unmanned and equipped with high-tech ground-mapping lasers. So, it might be that, or it could actually be a UFO. So there were five unexplained alien photos and videos that are real. I'm Andrew, I want to thank you for tuning in. And if you like this, then we have more content in other places for you. You can check out our YouTube channel called Scary Mysteries or our other podcast called Every Town, where we do some deep dives into some crazy stories. And for exclusive content from us, check out our Buzzsprout or Patreon channels, where there's bonus episodes each week, plus a big library you can look through. All those links are in the description. Thanks again for your support and for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next one.